0: Ready to keep you company wherever you are. Card Blanche, the podcast, brings you immersive, hard-hitting stories anytime, anywhere, every week.
1: It was a silent and tragic end to two lives, yet in many ways completely avoidable. As a Durban couple slept, toxic fumes were seeping into their flat, slowly poisoning them. They never woke up. But this isn't a tragic accident. Investigators say it's a consequence of negligence on a criminal scale, and the couple's family is demanding answers. Observatory Court in Durban, the flat where Zoe Malva was born nearly 70 years ago. It's a place that holds precious memories, where Zoe's three boys were looked after by their grandparents while she was at work. Her sons had such a unique bond that when they flew the nest, they all gravitated back to the familiar embrace of the block of flats that provided them with a sense of certainty and comfort. It is a flat of hope and a flat of joy and a flat of great history. When Zoe's mother died, her middle son Nicholas and his wife Matri moved into what had been their grandparents' home, flat number 31.
0: They were at the start of a new life.
1: The couple were about to celebrate their fourth wedding anniversary. Matri was a gifted graphic designer with a great job, and Nicholas, a communication officer for an NGO. Everything changed on the 27th of September, 2022. It was an ordinary Tuesday night. Nicholas and Matri Malva were in their flat doing some work. They had a glass of wine each, showered and then went to bed. But they never woke up again. When the cleaning service couldn't get into their flat that morning, the caretaker asked Nicholas's older brother, Luke, who had a key to let them in.
0: I walked in, I called their names. I walked around the bed and I saw that their faces were blue and I I touched my brother's, my brother's face and he was cold and I knew immediately. And the caretaker phoned and she said, Zoe, you'd better come now. And in the background, I could hear my Matthew and my Luke,
1: howling. It is the call that every parent dreads. I stopped the car and I could see the courtyard was filled with cops, with all sorts
0: of people. And I got out and Luke came up to me and said, Mom, Nick is dead, Matri is dead. I'm so sorry. Because the thing with loss is you will never see them. Okay.
1: Nicholas and Matri lived at the end of the second floor in flat number 31 and shared a common wall with flat number 32 where fumigation had taken place.
0: There was, although I did not initially notice it, I think probably because I was was in just the state, but there was a distinct smell of of a toxic gas, some kind of gas and the fire department was called in. They determined that the gas was not coming from within my brother and sister's flats, but the flat next door had been fumigated.
1: In this flat, rogue fumigators threw aluminium phosphide pellets all over the place. Now, when the pellets come into contact with moisture from the air, they start to release a gas which is colorless, flammable, and deadly.
0: Fumigation is dangerous, okay? But it's, it's not dangerous if you know what you're doing.
1: In this case, it became dangerous because the individual didn't even know exactly what he was playing with. The police roped in Moses Chetty, vice president of the Pest Control Federation of South Africa, who's been in the business for 40 years. He recorded his assessment on his cell phone. I see wood border evidence, yes,
0: I see. I know why this flat was fumigated, There's evidence of border. I see it, I've seen it in the doors, I've seen it in the bedroom, but look, this is an overkill. This is not pest control practice. This is beyond comprehension. Like I said, this is suicidal.
1: The fumigation industry in Durban is thriving, and it's because of pests like wood-eating ants and borer beetles. Before a home can be sold, it's sealed up or tented and flooded with toxic gas to kill the insects living in the wood. Observatory Court is no exception. Luke's own flat is damaged where wood borer aged through the skirtings and floorboards.
0: The floors in the fumigated flat and the floors in this flat are wooden and there's a space between them. And as in Durban, everything's riddled with woodworm. I think that is one one aspect of how the gas entered this flat. The
1: doors were not sealed. The windows are sealed. So the wind was blowing everything into this passage and under the door of Nicholas and Matri's flat. Nicholas and Matri died in a
0: place that everybody would regard as safe. They died in their bedroom as a result of reckless negligence of strangers.
1: Zoe believes that those strangers need to be held accountable. She and her sons have tracked the events to support the police investigation putting together a dossier of the evidence
0: the caretaker noted on her CCTV that there were two men walking through the courtyard she went out and asked what they needed who who they were and they announced that they were uh, Mr Khan the fumigator and a helper and they were there to remove a stove from the flat number 32
1: the flat was unoccupied at the time and had bore damage the owner hired KZN Fumigators, a newly established company. The owner, Ershad Khan, was paid 10,000 rands to remove the stove and fumigate. The owner had not informed anyone of the fumigation and Khan only mentioned it by chance when the caretaker saw them leaving.
0: And she said, well, do I need to tell the young couple? Mr. Khan said, no, it'll all be done, it all be finished it's it's not anything to worry
1: about pest control regulations are strict on fumigation the tenants should have been informed the flats evacuated fumigation display boards should have been placed in prominent positions none of this happened dr Gerard ferduin one of south africa's top experts on pesticides believes that if urshad khan had just read the label he would have seen it was the wrong product to use.
0: There is no reason to think it can be safely applied in any premises where people work or reside or in hospitality whatsoever because it was never
1: intended for that purpose. It is not on any label of any aluminium phosphate in the country that it can be used in the domestic situation at all. Mr. Khan is
0: not even a pest control operator. He is Just a normal, normal individual, as far as I'm concerned, normal citizen that's walking around, that's taking a chance and try this luck.
1: Mdu Mbele, a retired Hawks captain, now in private security, believes Khan's actions were criminal.
0: The first thing which came to my mind is that if not investigated, obviously this can go on and happen elsewhere.
1: Mbele has been assisting the police in their investigations, and what he has uncovered is startling.
0: Whoever was the company, they didn't have a license. And uh, digging more, I realized that even the license used did not, did not belong to the people who ended up fumigating.
1: The evidence indicates that Khan wasn't registered as a pest control operator, and he used a deadly chemical in a residential setting to buy the aluminium phosphide, he fraudulently used a license that did not belong to him. When he bought the poison from a wholesale company, he said his intended use was for mole control. Aluminum phosphide can only be purchased and used by a registered fumigator. But we've been doing our own research and anyone can buy it online. And some companies will even courier it to your home. We called two South African companies and asked them whether they knew it was illegal to sell the product to unlicensed users. This is a toxic chemical that is not supposed to be sold. We buy it freely from our supplier. They have never, ever, ever mentioned to us that it's that toxic that it kills people. But if this is what you're telling me, I will never, ever, ever sell it again, God forbid. We've seen that there is a possible issue of this. We stopped the sales. We've also stopped all the transportation and all stock has been uplifted and uh, returned to supplier. True to their word, an hour after our phone calls to the companies, the aluminium phosphide products were no longer available on their websites. But what about holding Urshad Khan accountable? Hi there, how are you? Good Good, thanks, I'm looking for Mr Khan. Urshad
0: Khan.
1: He was not at home. His mother spoke to us but did not want to appear on camera. So So, you are misinformed. No, I'm not. You are misinformed. You are biased because you're his mother. What I'm working with is facts. What I'm saying to you is that when somebody uses somebody else's license and buys a toxic, let me finish, a toxic substance, it is fraud and then takes that toxic substance and uses it for fumigation in a residential area that is not supposed to be used, that is illegal. I'm waiting
0: for the lawyer to come back to us. It's not like he's running away from people. He's also waiting for answers. Obviously, he's devastated. He wants closure on this matter.
1: Believing that justice delayed is justice denied, the family sent the deceased's biological samples for private testing. It's reported that there's an up to eight years backlog on state toxicology results. The Malvers weren't prepared to wait that long. I was finally able to speak to Urshad Khan. Unfortunately, I'm not not allowed to talk to any news reporters on this channel. But you're also not allowed to use aluminium phosphide in a residential area. Yet you did. Yes, but I'm not allowed to talk to you. Listen, I got the police on my case, and I've got to handle dealing with my lawyers. I need to deal with extra procedures. I'm stressed out. You stressed out? Zoe Malva has yeah. lost her son and her daughter-in-law, and you want to tell me you stressed out? You stressed out when you used a toxic illegal gas. Oh, there he goes. He says he's stressed out. The private laboratory completed the toxology tests within a week and it confirmed aluminum phosphide poisoning, which could make arrests possible. One of the things that this tragedy has highlighted is that if you're going to hire someone to work with dangerous chemicals in your home, you need to make sure that they're registered with the relevant authorities. You can't rely on the fact that they're the experts and know what they're doing.
0: Well, you 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 make the wrong choices and, and this is what can happen, okay? Why do you want to deal with an unknown entity? Then you don't know check his credentials. I squarely blame both Mr. Ershad Khan and the owner of number 32. Both are culpable. It is not good enough that people can behave recklessly and negligently. And my two children die needlessly.
1: Months after the couple's death, no arrests have been made, but rest assured, we'll be keeping a close eye on developments and providing updates as they happen. So keep an eye on our social platforms for that. Remember, you can now access Carte Blanche stories anytime, anywhere, even offline. Carte Blanche, the podcast, is now available on all major podcast platforms. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and be part of our growing online family.